Welcome to your Journey to Joy podcast. I'm your host, Moira Gorski, and I'm on a mission to help you find joy in the chaos of life. As a retired nurse, multi-passionate entrepreneur, and mom of four adult children, I know what it's like to feel the overwhelm of it all and wonder if and when the joy will show up again. And I've learned it's up to us to go find that joy. On this show, you will hear inspiring stories from those who have overcome all kinds of life challenges, tips on how to stay healthy and vibrant during the ups and downs of life, and simple ways on finding joy in your own life. Let's face it, life is messy, yet when we travel together on this journey, support and encourage each other along the way, that joy starts to show up again. I'm so excited to lead you on this journey of you to find the joyful life that you deserve. Well, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Moira Gorski, and it is a new year. So happy new year. It's February or it's January, January 5th when I'm recording this. So glad that you are here and listening. And I wanted to just do a solo episode. I've done one uh, like this before and at the beginning of the year or at the end of the year with a couple of uh, exercises that I always do. Um, and I feel like they're really important because, you know, we can commit to making changes anytime. And New Year's is a time that everyone's like, oh, I got to make resolutions. And I'm not a big fan because like, we don't have to wait till the beginning of the year to make changes. And it is a time that we can take to reflect and really look at some changes that we might want to make. And a couple of things that I do is I usually pick a word of the year and I also do something called start, stop and continue. So I wanted to go through those today and see if they can provide some insight into what you could do as you get started with this new year. Now, the first one, start, stop and continue. It's taking some time to contemplate, meditate on what you'd like to start doing in the coming year, what you want to stop doing, and what you want to continue doing. Now, this has been, um, again, if you followed my journey here on this podcast, um, I was diagnosed with uh, stage one breast cancer at the beginning of October. And so I've been on quite a journey there. Because of that, I've got some it kind of impacts, if you will, what I'm doing with my start, stop and continue. So what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start sharing. Well, I always share, but I'm going to start sharing more information about specifically what I'm doing in regards to because um, now I'm cancer-free. I had a lumpectomy. They had clear margins, no lymph node involvement, so they say I'm cancer-free. So, But I'm looking then to prevent reoccurrence. So I'm going to start sharing about those specific supplements that I'm taking, the certain things that I'm doing in regards to um, preventing reoccurrence with my cancer. So now, again, I feel like I've already been doing that, but there's more to be shared in why specifically I'm choosing a few products from Shackley that are unique and patented to Shackley that are so, so helpful in fighting inflammation and oxidative stress and immune health and stuff like that, as well as some of the other things like acupuncture and sound healing and hypnobreath work. And again, I've shared some of that, but I want to start to, to share more specifically within that, but also I'm starting, I'm starting to cultivate a joy community. 
And I had this, um, I don't want to give too much of it away, but it's still evolving. Uh, I had a real um, vision, if you will, in October when I was at a women's event um, about creating and cultivating something around joy. Because joy has been a big word that showed up last year for me. I changed the name of this podcast to Your Journey to Joy. Um, Joy is the journey of you. Um, My journal is called the Journey to Joy Journal. So joy has been a big part. And so I had this big vision about what I could do with joy. And there's lots of things that are cultivating out there, but it's starting with, I'm going to start developing this joy community and seeing what I can offer the world in regards to joy. If it's items, if it's physical reminders of joy, if it's joyful sayings, if it's um, swag type of stuff, if it's a journal, if it's poems from my daughter, like all kinds of things. But I'm starting that this year. Um, I had a big, big vision, like I said, of some really cool stuff. And it's taking some planning, but I'm going to start doing that because I feel like joy is in the journey of life. We need more joy. Uh, There is chaos in our life, but I'm all about helping people find joy in the chaos of life. So I'm starting that. I'm starting to cultivate my joy community, my joy capsule, still um, perhaps a box of joy. We're starting, I'm starting that. And I'm super excited about that. And I'm going to stop. Um, Well, I already did. I stopped drinking. I stopped drinking alcohol and I stopped eating cookies and sugar kind of mindlessly. Not really doing that much anymore. Because the more that I've read about um, some of the things that can be off within your terrain when you have breast cancer and cancer in general is um, blood sugar. And as I started cutting those things out... And starting juicing, I'm noticing, and I don't have a monitor yet. I've thought about getting a continuous glucose monitor. I don't have one of those yet, but I can tell with the way I feel, my energy level, um, my cognitive, you know, brain foggy kind of stuff. I can tell when my blood sugar is more uh, normalized or when it's spiking up and down. And I've noticed that that's changed. I mean, it's normalized. I mean, I was looking at some of my blood work and... I didn't like some of my blood work. And um, so I'm going to, I've, I stopped, I stopped that already when I got my diagnosis, but I'm, you know, I'm saying now that I'm stopping because I was like, oh, maybe I'll have a drink here and there, but I don't know. I'm going to stop doing that because um, it's certainly alcohol is a known carcinogen, but within that stopping of drinking and eating cookies, if you will, What I have noticed and what I encourage people to do and what I've talked about on this podcast before with addictions and addictions to to food or eating disorders or alcohol or drugs, like it's not about the alcohol, drugs, the food or the lack thereof food. It's, It's the behavior that you're doing to compensate for something underneath it. And so I've noticed that as I've stopped drinking and then I've like last night, I don't know, I was feeling pretty overwhelmed by the evening and I was making dinner and I was like, man, before I would have just poured myself a big glass of wine and just chilled myself out that way. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm stopped doing that. So what else can I do to help to downregulate my nervous system? So I took some CBD gummies. I took some deep breaths. 
I made dinner, which I love to do, and so that helped to calm me down. And I ate, took a big glass of water, and I went and sat on the couch and read. And so I, I'm noticing, like, when I want to have a cookie or I want to have a glass of wine or a drink, like, what's going on and how and why is it that I was choosing that coping mechanism, if you will? And so paying attention to that and noticing that and then saying, okay, now I'm going to choose something different. And I encourage you to think about that if you're looking at changing a behavior. Like, for me, it's pretty easy for me to not have a drink. Because I'm like, well, I developed cancer. I want to create a body that does not create cancer. So I'm not going to take a known carcinogen. It's pretty simple for me to stick with that. But I know when I've tried to change before, it hasn't always been easy. So I encourage you, if you're looking at making some behavior changes, you know, choose it. Say you're going to not eat, or you're not, you're not going to eat you know, chocolate, or you're not going to um, drink, or you're not going to eat red meat. But when you go to have cravings for that or want to move towards it, like stop and go, okay, what's going on right now? Like, why do I instinctively want this? And spend some time there, journal about it, think about it, go for a walk and see. Because I think once we start to discover what's underneath that and why are, why we have certain behaviors, it's becomes a place that we can learn and then encourage ourselves to make the changes. Okay, so try that. But that's what I'm going to stop doing. And I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue learning and I'm going to continue to build my health. Uh, This um, diagnosis has made me value my health even more and value my day-to-day activities more. And really realize the importance of not just what I eat and the supplements that I take, but everything else too, like exercise, movement, um, who I surround myself with, what I listen to, my meditation, my stress levels and things like that. It's all of those things, my faith, my reading, what I choose to do, my busyness, like it's all of that compounds to build health or to build disease. And so I'm I'm empowered to learn more. I've got a whole new set of books now <laughs> about plant-based eating and celery juice and fasting and um, uh, again, cancer prevention and joyful living and all kinds of things. And I'm gonna continue to learn because I feel like the more educated I am, then the better I can be for me. And also sharing it with you, because that's what I feel my mission is, is to share what I've learned with others so that I can help you. I can help you with your life, with your, and finding joy in the chaos of your life. So I'm going to continue to learn. I'm going to continue to share that with all of you, and I'm going to continue to build and make things stronger and stronger so that this body doesn't develop another cancer. And as I believe I've stated on one of the other podcasts about my cancer is that I want to remove all of the cancer from my life. I had a surgery to remove cancer, but I've been really um, moved to remove cancer from my life. So that's detoxing 
um, perhaps some detox and cleanse and things like that. But also thinking about, again, relationships, behaviors, friends, acquaintances, it's time to sell our house, we believe, and move on this. So this isn't a cancer, but it's a place that no longer serves us. I mean, we have a beautiful home in the western suburbs of Chicago. It's time for someone else to to use this home to raise their family. We raised our family here. It's my husband and I and our daughter. And it's time for us to find a smaller home and let somebody else use this home for their their growing family. So it's those kind of things that I'm being aware of Um to put behind and get rid of the cancer in my life. So that's one exercise that start, stop, and continue. So I'd love if you do this, I'd love for you to reach out and tell me what you're going to start, stop, and continue. And then there's the word of the year. And, you know, sometimes, I don't know, I think it's it's good. Last year, my word was focus because I was feeling like I was being spread too thin and that I was kind of all over the place with my networking and my activities. And um, and I was, and sometimes I get distracted by something new that I might want to participate in. And then it takes me off track of the focus of what I want to do. And so, and then that came, you know, that came right into the forefront in October when it was like, okay, I felt like God and the universe was telling me, that I wasn't focusing enough and I wasn't being intentional enough. So now I am, but that was my word last year. And I'm still working on, um, and I'm listening to some podcasts and I'm thinking about it and meditating it on, on it. But I've come up with a couple, one of them's a phrase, if you will, or two words, but one of them is letting go. And I am working on letting go. And what that means is letting go of resentments, uh, past hurts, learning to forgive, but just letting go and really learning what that letting go means. Because it's not just, oh, let it go, let it go. You know, isn't that a Disney song or whatever in one of their movies? Um, not just like flippantly letting it go, but really evaluating like, is this something I need to hold on to? Do I need to hold on to this thought about the past, this thought about this past behavior, this thought about the past when somebody yelled at me or was my husband was mean to me or this happened, like, do I need to really hold on to that or can I let that go? So the stuff from the past, but also like even day to day, like, ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I uh, love my dance partner, uh, Norbert, for so many reasons, but that's one of the things that he says, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like when we get too like wrapped up in the minutia of something, he's like, it doesn't matter. And that's really taught me to say, you know, it doesn't matter. That's kind of like the letting go. It, it doesn't matter. There's so many things that we sometimes, and I say this because I know I do it myself, that we get so like, again, wrapped up in the minutiae. Things bother us. And like, the, like why, are we, why are we taking our time and energy up with this? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, move on. It doesn't matter. Be happy. It doesn't matter. So that's part of it. Letting go and saying, you know, what doesn't matter we're going to get, I'm going to let that go. And then the other one that I'm thinking about is like evolve or emerge. Um, I feel like I've been in this a little bit of a, a quiet season of contemplation. I went away for a couple of days to think about all of this stuff. And although I wasn't really cocooning too much for too long, I felt like there was a little bit of that and really spent a lot of time with myself I look forward to 
next year when I go away for a couple of days because it's really, really, I really enjoyed it. But so I feel like I'm kind of emerging from that or I'm evolving from who I used to be into somebody new. Because again, I want to, I don't want to be that person that created cancer. I want to evolve to something different, to a different person, to a different different Moira that shows up differently, if you will. So I feel like evolve is a word that I really am resonating on as well as that letting go. So sometimes it's good to, again, listen to podcasts of other people, how they've come up with their word. But I also suggest something that somebody suggested to me, like even if you just go for a walk, don't take your phone. You can take your dog if you want, but just go for a walk and just maybe ask the universe Or just say out loud, who am I? Who am I? Who who am I this year? Or who do I want to be this year? And what does this year, what do you want to teach me? That kind of thing. Like, seriously, just say that out loud and go for a walk and then listen to yourself and hear what it is. Because it's kind of cool what you start to hear and start to think about. Just go for a nice contemplative walk and ask those questions like, who am I this year? Who do I want to be this year? And what is that all about? All about, And what do I want to learn from that? And you'll hear some things and you can start to hear those words and those thoughts and come up with something that maybe is a phrase for the year. Maybe it's a word for the year. But you know that the words and the phrases, they help to give us kind of that foundation point that we can kind of grab onto for the year. And when we get off track and we feel like, oh, what's going on this year? We're like, oh, that's right. Supposed to be focusing, supposed to be letting go, supposed to be evolving. And so then when you do your, not do, but when you're doing certain things, your activities, when you're choosing things for work or for your job or for your life, for your family, like say, does this match up with that phrase of the year? Does that match up with my purpose? Does that match up with my word of the year? Am I focusing? Am I letting go? It's something to really keep us on track. And it helps us, I, I believe, for me, it helps me make those decisions to be more intentional about my actions when I have something like that to focus on or to think about. So I encourage you to do that type of activity and come up with your word and then reach out and tell me what it is. Um, but I want to just leave you with those two things, start, stop and continue in your word of the year and encourage you to spend some time doing that. And I encourage you to reach out and let me know, um, this year I got together with some friends a few days ago and we made a vision board. It's been a long time since I made a vision board, but that's also a cool thing to do is just sit and look through magazines and look and see what jumps out at you. And make a little board and put that there. Because then it's a physical reminder. It's a physical reminder right here in my office that I look at that I feel like I have a fresh start. And it's a year of letting go. There's no apologies. And it's about wellness and health and a wake-up call and um, head up and heart open and believe and beautiful. And that's what's on my my vision board, a lot of the, um, those sayings are on my vision board. So it's good to have these physical reminders in front of us so that we can take a look at them and be reminded who we want to be, how we want to show up. So 
that's it for today. Um, thanks for listening. Again, I can't wait to hear from you and know that there's more to come. And I appreciate you sharing these podcasts and I appreciate you so much even reaching out to say, Hey, that one, I really like that podcast or whatever the case is. I really, um, I really appreciate all of that. If you need some help with any of this in helping find joy in the chaos of life, please reach out to me. That's what I love to do is to help to come alongside you and figure out what's off in your life um, and help you tweak that, tweak those things, be it the way that you eat, the way that you're sleeping, uh, the people that you're surrounding yourself with, your activities and things like that. I'm here to help guide you. So please reach out so that I can help you find joy in the chaos of life. But thanks for listening. Here's to a great 2024. Let it be one filled with joy, laughter, purpose, focus, health, all those wonderful things. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Hey there, ready to live a more joyful life? Considering connecting with someone who can help you? If so, I'd like to be that person. I offer a free consultation where we determine where the chaos is in your life and how you can learn to bring more joy each and every day. Visit my website, moiragorski.com or simply email me, moira at moiragorski.com with more joy in the subject line. I look forward to connecting and I'm here to say there will always be some chaos which requires a little juggling, but you can find joy and live your life intentionally filled with that joy. Let me help you on your journey to joy. And that's joy, the journey of you.